Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hello and welcome to Calgary's podcast with Mario Tonaguzzi on Canada's Podcast Network. Joining me today is Jasmine Mara, who is founder of Gypsy and Jasmine. Thanks for joining us today, Jasmine. Thanks for having me, Mario. Tell me a little bit about uh, Gypsy and uh, Jasmine and uh, what it is and what you guys do. Absolutely. So um, Gypsy and Jasmine is sort of my passion project. So I started it in 2018. And um, it's a company that has all natural beauty. So um, my little boys, uh, I have two little boys, one's eight, one's two, and I have a third on the way. And they were all born with some skin sensitivities. So it sort of lent me on this adventure to learn about what's in our products. And to be frank, I was pretty shocked. So I started this business out of a need for, you know, women and, and kids who, who would like products that have you know, beauty without sort of compromise of all those chemicals and additives. So tell me, like, uh, what kind of things I, I guess you guys uh, put out? Yeah, so I actually have a couple here I can show you. Sure. Um, so we create um, sort of all natural bath bombs. These are oh, aromatherapy yeah. bath bombs. So a lot of sort of kids bath bombs have lots of colors or really strong scents. Um, we don't use any of that. No colors. Everything is botanical based and essential oils. Um, we also create um, all natural earth inspired soap. So okay. this one's rosemary mint. Um, and then we also have just a number of different products like bath soaks, lip balms. We partner with um, a bees farm here in Alberta, Uncle Lee's Bees, and um, you know, a number of other sort of earth inspired goodies that you can use. So gua sha stone rollers and uh, exfoliating soap bags to make your life a little easier. So all of the earth inspired goodies for you. Where is, uh, and, and where do you make this stuff? So I actually have a studio here in my home. Um, and so I actually create them right here in my home. And where, where are they sold? So I actually sell primarily online. So I have gypsyandjasmine.com. That's a, a fair portion of our sales. And then I also work with some amazing um, stores throughout Calgary and sort of surrounding areas, um, just local stores that carry local goods. Okay, super. Um, okay, the, the second part of the name of the company is obvious, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> why Gypsy? Yeah, you know, I think that's really just about sort of being connected to earth and sort of wanderlusty in nature. And so that's sort of where that was inspired from, sort of connecting my love of earth and love of all things natural and sort of wanderlust nature um, with my passion for beauty. Okay. Do you think um, there is a, a trend now out there uh, that people want more of this all natural stuff, I guess, whatever it is, whether it's food, drink, uh, beauty products, et cetera. Absolutely. I think, you know, folks in general are just becoming more aware that wellness is not just, you know, exercising and eating healthy, it's also about what we put on our body regularly. And I've seen just a huge shift. And, you know, Calgary especially, we've been, we've been so lucky as a small business, you know, launching pretty close to before coronavirus hit yeah. us. Um, we've just been surrounded by so much support. I mean, Calgary is really supportive of local business and really connected to sort of whole life wellness. And so we've been so supported through the community um, in the last couple of years with this business. And I guess that's the other trend too, uh, you know, beyond the, uh, uh, the trend towards um, all natural stuff, uh, there's also that trend about buying local these days, right? 
Hugely. Yeah. And I mean, you know, when coronavirus hit, um, as an, uh, as a business, I decided that we were going to try and compete with the Amazons of the world. <laughs> you know, I think it's hard sometimes for small businesses to compete with some of these mass brands. And we did actually start offering free delivery, um, in Calgary, and that really helped start to build our client base. So, cool. um, across Canada, we offer free shipping for $75 orders and over. And within Calgary, if you put an order in of $30 or more, we deliver right to your door. So we're better than Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I was just thinking about uh, you know just their uh, the announced today, and now uh, uh, bear in mind this is all pre-taped and uh, uh, you know our our interview, but they announced today when we're doing this that there are five more facilities in Vancouver that they're building, like just like a giant, like unbelievable. <laughs> it's crazy, and it's hard to compete with, right? Like as a small local business, yep. it's actually pretty hard to to offer free delivery, but. I think the local community has really responded to that. And we've seen lots of great options for, you know, for folks to order local and, and get that same service. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about uh, your boys now, like, uh, you know, using obviously your own products. What's what's happened with their skin? Yeah, I mean, you know, um, as a mom, I think, you know, you, you go into being uh, trying to become a mom here. We're coming up on Mother's <laughs> Day. Um, and sometimes you're faced with these things that are really difficult. and um, you know, when my boys came, I I had never had eczema or sensitive skin necessarily. And um, it was sort of this just mission to, to solve that issue for them. Um, and then I realized that it was really fine, just hard to find something off the shelf. You know, anything that I buy sort of mass merchants has some kind of fragrance or colorants. And actually that was what was irritating my kid's skin. So today, both of them have, you know, calm and nourished skin. I guess they're a little bit lucky. They get mom to sort of make everything um you know individually for them but um definitely calm and nourished skin i don't see those inflammations anymore and um they don't have those troubles at all yeah tell me a little bit about um being an entrepreneur uh, jasmine and uh uh first of all what do you like about it <laughs> you know i think my favorite thing about um you know starting this journey has just been the ability to you know leverage your creativity and bring it to life in the world. There's something really special about that, you know, that you can sort of lay in bed or anybody can lay in bed and think of like a wonderful idea and actually bring it to life. That That's one of my very favorite things. Um, and then the other thing is just the community, the community of other sort of boss babes, if you will, or entrepreneurs locally that have really surrounded me and, and become really an extension of my friend circle have, have been amazing. Um, so those are the things that I love. What don't you love? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I don't love, you know, um, I think it is tough. I mean, I, you yeah. know, I still work full time. This is sort of my passion project on the side. And, you know, I have a, a small young family. So it does certainly mean that, you know, there's lots of late nights um, up creating bath bombs or, yeah. or um, artisan soap so that we can get them in for orders for our stores or, you know, deliver our stuff online. So it certainly makes your life full at times. Do you ever... Um, uh... When you when you look back at your journey uh, along the way, has there been what's been helpful for you uh, in this journey? Like, uh, is, uh, are any people giving you advice, or have you seen advice and wisdom in different books? Uh, what's helpful? yeah? You know, I've read I've read lots of books. I think I think the thing for me that has been so interesting along this journey is 
I started my career sort of, you know, with my typical educational background. I went to business school. You know, I felt like I had all the things I needed, but there was that little bit of fear to lean in and sort of take the leap to, to start your own business. Yeah. Um, and it is a leap of faith, you know, and sometimes there's these moments as an entrepreneur that you have to leap and there's no net, <laughs> there's no net underneath you. And so um, I think what I've learned along the way, sort of through my um, experience and sort of leaning into things is just, that's okay, right? Yeah. It's okay to jump in and sometimes get a no or sometimes to have it fail and just just keep going. If you're, you know, really intentional in where you want to go, you'll, you'll find the way along the way. Now you mentioned, uh, you know, this is your passion project. Uh, if you could tell our, uh, our listeners and viewers uh, uh, what, uh, what else you do. Sure. So um, by day, I am the vice president of marketing and sales at uh, Bromwich and Smith. They're a financial company downtown. So I um, work in restructuring and supporting people with debt. Um, and then a mom and an entrepreneur. Okay. And you said you were uh, uh, expecting when's uh, the baby due? Yes. Uh, baby number three, who incidentally is another boy. So I will have three boys, Mario. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Why do I keep getting that reaction? I don't know. I'll report that. But um, baby number three is due in September. Okay, super. You know, it, yeah, no, it's funny when you mentioned that because boys, you know, I have two uh, two girls and 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 one boy and uh, man, totally different, right? People that say, yeah. oh, there's no difference in the genders. And no, uh, you, you have to. <laughs> You have to have children to understand the difference in genders and boys will be doing things that girls would never even dream of doing like, a, you know, in sort of uh, different risks and, uh, you know, in playing and stuff like that. Like yeah. uh, maybe, maybe that's why all of a sudden I've developed a passion project that's connected to aromatherapy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so with all this, like juggling, like, my gosh, you know, you got, you've got the just Gypsy and Jasmine, you've got the, the work at Bromwich, you've got the, you know, two boys and a third coming. Uh, how do you establish any work-life balance in all that? Like for <laughs> yourself, time for yourself, I guess. Yeah. You know, I think it's actually something that I had to be very explicit about. And, you know, I have a wonderful partner that supports me. Um, so that's really helpful to have someone that you can sort of depend on and yeah. you know make sure he's there when I'm not. Um, but I think also it's just about being really intentional with my time, you know, and and really finding that space for me. And you know, this passion project, even though it's entrepreneurship and sometimes that can be difficult, um, that fills my cup. And so for me, that's that's you know one of the things that actually is something that I do for me. Yeah. What kind of, do you have any specific hobbies or interests that take you away from everything? You know, I love, I love reading. I really, really enjoy reading. It's a huge escape for me. And then the other thing um, my family and I love to do is we love to go hiking and explore the different hikes um, in and around Kananaskis and Bragg Creek. And so you'll regularly find us if we're not making soap and bath bombs and, you know, <laughs> handling the finances during the day. Well, you'll definitely regularly see us sort of out doing some hiking. and. You know, under normal circumstances, we also love to travel, but of course, that's been put on hold. That's true. Uh, so, when you look uh, into the future, what um, what are your plans and, and and goals? I guess for the for your company. You know, I I hope to just continue to lean into it and 
continue to expand, continue to partner. I'd love to see our products outside of the Alberta borders more frequently, finding some partnerships and wholesale partnerships outside of Alberta as well. Um, and then, you know, long term, this is what I'd love to do full time. Now, would you ever consider uh, uh, actually having a, a location, a retail store of your own? You know, I think maybe sometime in the future, but for right now, um, I've got such great partnerships with my storefronts. I don't see the need to do that. Um, and I think as a result of launching sort of just before the virus hit, we've had the ability to really nurture our online presence. And it's provided us a lot of flexibility without a whole lot of overhead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, obviously, Jasmine, you've, uh, you know, you've been successful in, in what you've done here. Uh, You've, uh, not to put it in a bad way, but you've also seen the challenges, uh, let's put it that way, the challenges that people have these days in terms of money and finances because of the, the, the work you do with, uh, with Bromwich. Any advice that you could give to people who are kind of aspiring entrepreneurs who, uh, who have this idea in their head, uh, you know, uh, what would you tell them? Yeah, you know, I think I'm going to get real here for a second. I think, you know, in addition to my kids' sensitivities, um, you know, I'm going to say about five years ago, five and a half years ago, I found myself in a place where I was divorced. I was a single mom and I'd lost my job. And so, you know, wow. I think I had this moment where I thought, okay, this whole stability thing I thought was happening, <laughs> you know, this whole like, get a good job, get a good pension thing that was that was sort of drilled into me through my, through my upbringing, maybe is not what I want to pursue. And so, you know, after that moment, I just decided I'm never going to be in the place where I have to worry about paying my bills or feeding my family. It's not going to happen. And so I decided at that point, diversifying my income was really important. So, you know, we have rental properties, we have my little entrepreneurial business. Um, but it's all because, you know, I don't want to be in that position again. It was a hard place to be. And I empathize very much with folks who are there. And I think what's really interesting is, you know, as I look at the community today, we're experiencing sort of a sense of depression, right? I mean, this pandemic has really been difficult for people. Yeah. And if you look at sort of the Great Depression from back in history, you'll see that lots of people actually started to spur their own businesses. And it largely was that similar sentiment, you know, holy smokes, I can't rely on, you know, what we all thought might be the white picket fence and the perfect way out. Yeah. Um, and so I think that gives you a little bit more risk tolerance as you start to build your business, knowing that, you know, it's hard. There's no question. It's hard to be an entrepreneur. There's lots of decisions all the time that are difficult, um, but it does provide you that sense that you're in control of it. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, it's interesting when uh, when you mentioned that um, it brought back memories for me, right? And okay, time to be real as well. <laughs> and you know, uh, you know my story. I thirty five years worked at the Calgary Herald, and one day, done, right, gone. Uh, and yeah. gone. And uh, I was five. That was about five and a half years ago now. Um, but uh, the one thing that I learned from that, and I learned. Uh, by having a, a coffee with a former boss uh, who told me, he said, Mario, uh, there is no security uh, yeah. you know, in, in work. Uh, he said, the only security you have is in yourself. 
exactly. uh, in, in what you can do, what your skills are, your talents, et cetera, et cetera. And I, and I always remembered that. And, and I, you know, I always thought about that over the years as, you know, especially here in Calgary, we've seen such a tumultuous time, right? Uh, with the, yeah. you know, first with the oil patch uh, decline and, uh, and now with the pandemic. Uh, so a lot of people's lives turned upside down. And so I've always remembered that. And I've always told that story to people about, the, you know, you are your security as it's in yourself, right? Exactly. And I think, you know, uh, very wise boss you had, Mario. That's awesome. The best That's boss exactly I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly where I landed. You know, I started to realize that there is no sense of security. All you have is you and your ability to be resilient and take the nose in stride and, and just keep looking for the yeses. Because at the end of the day, you know, you look at folks who are wealthy and we, we as a society like to celebrate success, but I guarantee anybody that's standing up there talking about all their successes has had a million no's and a million things that have gone wrong, but it's only the yeses we focus on. So if we can cultivate that resilience together, whether it's through the pandemic or building a business or anything, that that's the magic. And you know, that's a key word, right? That resilience that I hear it often, especially now over the past year, uh, you know, and, and, uh, and, Failure is an interesting thing, right? Because I, you know, I, I had an interview with recently with someone else, uh, and and we talked about this, and uh, and I mentioned uh, if he was a basketball fan, if he remembered Michael Jordan, you know, the former superstar. Michael Jordan uh, always said is one quote by his, and I'm paraphrasing. Uh, basically, he said that you know what people always remember all the shots I made, but uh, they forget the thousands of shots that I missed. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you just have to be brave enough to keep taking the shots. That's it. Yeah. Or as Wayne Gretzky used to say, if you don't shoot, you never score. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And and that's exactly it. So, you know, I think for, for everybody out there who's looking at, you know, anything that, you know, might feel painful or difficult, there, there's power in that. You know, there is. Okay, super. Well, thanks so much, uh, Jasmine, for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me, Mara. I appreciate the chat today. Okay, great. That was Jasmine Mara, who is founder of Gypsy and Jasmine in Calgary. This has been Calgary's podcast with Mario Tonaguzzi on Cal uh, Canada's podcast network. Thanks for joining us today.